Connor, what a fucking stressful start to the episode, honestly. Wow. You're telling me, Aiden. You're telling me. I could do an angry rant for the start, but hey, we're here to spread some positive vibes. Uh, the internet in my Reviewing life. You're in old Doctor Who episodes, baby. That's right. Two young boys uh, loving Doctor Who and and just going with it. Just I don't know. I'm just chatting shit at this point. My mind is like frazzled. I was so ready until about like 25 minutes ago. My internet just fucked me over so bad. That now my head is just like an explosion of what the fuck are we talking about today? Ugh. Yeah, I feel that. That's okay, man. How are you going? It's all right. <laughs> I'm okay. I had a stressful like two hours, but we're here. That's mm. all right. I had to absolutely annihilate my dinner. I had dinner like 15 minutes ago yeah. and I was like, I hadn't eaten all day pretty much. So I had to eat it really quickly and then come down here and yeah i was stressed out hey but mm. it's and okay. then you still had to I'm wait okay. like five minutes for me to, to 10 minutes to sort out this fucking well shit. i now i understand now what was happening but it's funny because when i came down you were like you know be sure to be down for mm. seven so i was now i understand mm. why but i was like this guy he's late and he said can i have a seven so i was like me and him on snapchat to my streets oh really <laughs> uh, i'll admit it i did You'll you'll see that you after the, the uh, show. You can bad saying that you were you were wrong. I'm sorry, and guys. Apologize. Aiden was actually in the right. <laughs> I apologize, everyone. Uh, it's, it's okay though. I understand that. I'm I'm okay. I'm doing all right. Thank you. I'd like to say I'm doing great, but I'm doing all right. Thanks. Well, let's see. I hope if you're well over too. Over the next fifty minutes or so, we can make you great. Yeah, we can make Connor great again, and uh, I think the next few episodes. Uh, Next week's my birthday, so we're going to do like a uh, birthday show with Dan and stuff, and I think mm-hmm. that'll be fun. Have mm-hmm. a few bevvies on the show, and then we've got the final, so it's going to be an interesting few weeks. Uh, and then we got a Christmas special, so yeah, I think we've got some cool apps coming up. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Hopefully next week, Aiden, I can say I've been doing great. I'm doing great, baby. Hopefully. I think it'll be a great one. I, but yeah, so we were I'm talking excited. about, we are meant to have Dan on the show today, but scheduling yeah. is a nightmare. Um, three busy boys. Hard to schedule. Um, so, look, we're going to get down on next week. Which So I was stuck here in a conundrum. I was like, man, love of monsters. It's a fun episode, but I want something else to spice it up a little bit, right? So, uh, we've been talking uh, ever since like episode one or two of the show about our good friend Dylan the Human, uh, our big Aha. Twitter fan. So, oh, yeah, good friend of the show. What yeah, we've yeah, got yeah, for us today... In the in uh, literally about twenty four hours ago, I like messaged him on Twitter and was like, "Yo, reckon you could do us a solid and record six questions and answers for us, and I you can sort of be like the question master of of the episode." So he's recorded one for me, one for you, one for me, one for you, one for me, one for you, and he's a okay. uh, great guy. So uh, so easy and and uh, awesome. Yeah, good boy. Uh, hopefully so, the uh, connection won't fuck up me hearing the questions but yeah mm, it's a bit it's a, it's a bit spicy today folks so but yeah hopefully spicy. you're all right let's uh maybe we'll knock off the, the the video for a bit then or something that's a perfect idea and i like your style all right cool that's science bitch so yeah if you didn't know on this these two boys quest of re-watching all of doctor who we're also challenging each other to find out who's the biggest whovian I say this every week, every fucking week. It, it's like a it slips off the tongue now. Um, 
Yeah, it's a big quest. Uh, every week we usually write questions for each other to try and catch each other out in bits of Doctor Who trivia that they don't know. Um, but yeah, like I said, this time we've got our very first featured fan on the show, Dylan, with his pre-recorded questions. Uh, Exciting times. Shall we go for my first question? Sure, so you're thirsty. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so first question goes to Aiden, and that question is, what actor played the Doctor for the longest? Oh, oh, that's a good one. I think How do you know a... what the question is, though? Answer, sorry. Uh, he's got a second part that has the answer, and a second part of the question. Oh, that's great. Damn, this guy's um, prepared. He is. He was so so cool about it. Okay, so... He's a great guy. Well, I, I okay, so I know in terms of, like, seasons, uh, it was Baker, Tom Baker, because he did seven seasons. But, but, technically, Sylvester McCoy, because he did it from, like, the start of his seasons to when he had the big break and then to the TV movie. I reckon. I'm locking in Sylvester McCoy. Let's see what the You're getting a bit is. technical. Yeah. If the answer you said was Tom Baker, then you were right. Tom Baker oh. was actually the doctor. Ah, I told you you should have got technical. Years. Maybe a bit too long. Maybe a bit. I... Too long. <laughs> I knew I knew you got too technical, Aiden. You should have just said Tom. I don't know. I don't know. I'll dispute that. I'll dispute it. <laughs> oh, fuck you. All right. I'll dispute I'm it. Ready. Hold on. No, I'm fucking disputing this. What? No, you Dylan. lost. Bullshit. Dylan. All right. Well, who played the doctor the longest? I'm going to look like a real dick. Um... It, it... <laughs> If Dylan's right. Ah! Ugh! <laughs> Dylan's it's right. Definitely... But then, like, what? 89, 66? No! Okay, look, maybe I win technically, but sure. Yeah, technically. But Damn. I told you, you got too technical. I did. Fucking hell. Alright, Dylan, you did great. You got me. Connor, here's your first question. Alright, go on. Okay, so, Connor, your first question is, what incarnation of the Doctor lived the longest? Oh. Uh, it's got to be Matt. I think Matt was on Trenzalore for, like, nearly a thousand years. Mm. So I'm going to go for Matt. I-, I think that's right. Connor, the answer to your first question was, in fact... Peter Capaldi, oh. as in the episode oh, fuck um, off. It's, Hellbent, no, it's from it is said. revealed that the Doctor was in the confession <laughs> dial no! for about 4.5 billion years, I think it is, something like that. But yeah, he was basically the Doctor for the longest amount of time. The 12th Doctor oh. lived the longest, not Peter Capaldi being the Doctor for the longest time, if that oh. makes sense. I really hope oh. it does. <laughs> oh. How does it feel? How does it feel, Connor, getting owned by now, fucking... That... Dylan fucked you up, mate. That time I should have got technical. <laughs> all right, all right, my, my question. All right, fine. Fuck's sake. Okay, this next question is going to be a true or false question, Ooh. and this is for Aiden. True or false, the original title for Army of Ghosts was going to be called Tortured Rises. Ah! I feel like I might have heard this before. I feel like I might have... Or at least I've heard of like some other alternate name. I'm gonna lock in true. I'm gonna lock in true. 
What a shit name, though, if it's true. The answer to that question was, in fact, true. Yeah! The original title Fuck's for sake. both parts of the Series 2 finale was going to be called Tortured Rises and Tortured Falls. Oh. But uh, Russell T. Davis changed it. I don't know why. Go ask him. I'm not his dad, so I can't explain his decisions. <laughs> Facts. That's I, cool. I thought Dylan was his... I thought we had a celebrity on here. I thought he was Russell's dad. That's what I thought. Fuck. Honestly. Dylan, you let us down. Uh, Kidding. You're doing great. Right. Connor, I'm on one point. You're on nil. You gotta get this one, alright? Yeah, I know. I'm aware. You twat. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> God. Okay, so, Connor, this is now your second question. True or false, the original title for The Unquiet Dead was going to be Charles Dickens and the Gaslight Ghosts. Ooh. God's sake. <laughs> I have no idea. Yours was easy. I would have said true on yours. <laughs> Fuck. I'm going to... I'm going to say false. Yeah, say false. Let's find out. Yeah, yeah. The answer to that question was, in fact, false. Hey, the original title yes. for The yes. Unquiet Dead was going to be called Dickens. The name's Dickens. Or it might have been huh? My Name's Charles Dickens or something stupid like that. It, it wasn't going to be Charles Dickens and the Gaslight Ghosts, which I would argue is probably a better title. Yeah. That's not bad. Facts. It's not bad. Spit facts. Oh, shit, this is it, Aiden. Yeah, what, what it. are you on? Uh, we got a two-second voice clip from Dylan here. It might have been an accident. Let's find out what it is. just <laughs> 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 Oh, I love him. you got to love him. All right, Dylan, thank you. There's been good questions. Let's finish them off with a bang. My question is... Okay, Aiden, this is your final question. In what episode did the Paternoster gang make their last appearance? Is it A, Robots of Sherwood, B, Deep Breath, or C, The Crimson Horror? Come on. Yeah, that, that's... Oh, Dylan, that might be too easy, I think. Deep Breath, it's gotta be. Unless I'm, like, some idiot. Oh, come on. And the answer to that question was, in fact, B, Deep breath. Yeah. That was the last time we saw the Paternoster like again. Holiday, in my opinion, I feel like they should have come back at least one more time. Even just to say to say goodbye to the whole Stephen Moffat era of the show. It's really that. weird how they never pop up again. Um, but I'm sure if you guys ever let me come as a proper guest on the show, you'd let me discuss my feelings towards them. Oh. Yeah. A hint. He wants to be on. He does want to be on. Fuck it off, man. We'll get you, Dylan. When we maybe like in sort of the holiday period when we've got a bit more time on our hands, you know, it might be a good time to get him in. Both. Because we we like have a specific window every time we shoot now, um, and we don't have. It, it's hard because I know you say you, you'll you'll work around our schedules, but it, it's 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 wild because our schedules are constantly changing. <laughs> Connor. Sweet. Quite sane. Yeah, gone. If I, Aiden, I swear to God, if I get a hard one, I know. I do feel bad. That one was quite easy. Aiden got the easiest question in history. <laughs> all right, let's do it, Connor. Your question number three. Let's do it. All right, all right, let's do it. Okay, Connor. Your final question is this: What companions are mentioned, 
but do not feature in the Series 9 episode Before the Flood? Is it A, Ian and Barbara, B, Mike Yates and Liz Shaw, or C, Martha and Rose? <laughs> oh, come on! I think I, know the, I think I know this one. Are you serious? You got, you got the easiest question <laughs> in the world. I got the hardest one. <laughs> what the fuck? I love Dylan. I think he hates you. I talk to him like every day. He can't hate me. That's a shame. Oh, come on. You got the easiest one. <laughs> oh my God. I, I think, I think it's, I think it's uh, A. I also think it was Ian and Barbara. Let's find out. And also, uh, Dylan said he's he's attached a little message at the end of this question, at the end of this answer. So uh, we'll stick out for that as well. Let's do it. Connor, the answer is... The answer to the final question, Connor, was in fact C. Oh no! Martha and Rose, which gets a very small little name drop in Before the Flood. How nice is that? And uh, yeah, I'm oh, hoping you that serious? you guys have done this in an order that I think you would have done it. I'm going to message or whatever. Um, but yeah, it was really nice being on the show. And a uh, few, few things I'd like to say. Firstly, um, Doctor Who Series 11 is uh, a lot better than Doctor Who Series 12. <laughs> Christopher Eccleston is best doctor. Go watch slash listen to Four and off, because you know Look at him go. they're all right. And uh, live, laugh, love, ha ha ha! <laughs> Merry Christmas, Happy Halloween, and yeah, I'll smell you later. Thanks. What a bloke! What a bloke! We love you, Dylan. Thank you very much for doing I- that. Thank you for giving me the easy ones. I, you um, know, I, I'm I'm contradicting right now. <clears throat> what? I gave you a pass last week with my question being messed up. I reckon we've both got a point from that. You can't. No, that's not. You can't just change the rules, Connor. Aiden, I you got the easiest question in history. I understand, but it's not oh, like it was something on. that I fucked up. You know. All right. Well, look now. Connor. Now you're two ahead. Yeah. Which like takes the suspense away, but. Connor. Oh, all right. God. All right. How about this, Connor? All right. Listen here, motherfucker. You're two points behind, right? I'm on five, you're on three. Fear her is next week. We'll get Dan to make the questions for us. We'll make sure he's even. He does them harsh. We both get fucked up by it, right? It's like a demolition derby, right? But next week, we'll make it double points. All right? All right. You, you know, if you win that, it's like, no, all right. Fine. Yeah, well, if, if I win that, then we'll, I'm just, we'll do I'm something just else so that the finale becomes huge, uh, and we'll make it, like, quadruple points in the finale or something, alright? I'm, I'm literally, the first thing I'm doing when I finish this, this message here, I've never heard a more easier question in my life, <laughs> and I get the most hardest question, the, and then was, yeah. you get, the you Patamos, get... Yeah, Patamos, whatever they're called, the, the, the boys, uh, that was a very easy question, but... The other two, I I'm think, I'm pretty were, sure my mum could answer that. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. She loves Deep Breath. She loves Peter Capaldi. <laughs> Come on, that's bullshit. I don't, look, oh, mate, God. take it up with your, with your best bud. I love him. I'll message him and say, thanks for the easy questions. How about that? 
Dylan, thank you so much for that. You've caused a fight between me and Connor. Um, and now the show's over. This was the final ever episode of the 50% Doctor Who podcast. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. I can't believe it. <laughs> so mad. Connor, shall we go into the intro and that will give you like a three second breather to calm down? Sure. Let's do it. 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50 percent pop, 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 ca, ca, cas. Connor, do you feel better yet? Do you feel... No. No. No, I got the, I got the hardest question ever. <laughs> Connor, it's one of your favourite episodes. What episode is it that we're talking about today? Lava Monsters. Oh, oh man, I feel bad. <laughs> I that... love this episode, Aiden. Yeah, I know you do. I know you love it. I know... You love it. Love and Monsters is the 10th episode of the second series of the British science fiction television series Doctor Who, which was first broadcast on BBC One on the 17th of June 2006. It was written by executive producer and lead writer Russell T. Davis and directed by Dan Zeff. The episode is set in London. In the episode, a human called Elton Pope, Mark Warren, joins a group of people who have a shared interest in the alien time traveller, the 10th Doctor, David Tennant, and his ship, the TARDIS. The group is joined and taken over by Victor Kennedy, Peter Kay, an alien who has a darker interest in the Doctor and seeks to absorb his physical body and knowledge. Cutter, you love it. I know you love it. I'm going to talk about Love and Monsters for for a minute before I say a word. Uh, You're only allowed to say good things. Uh, I'm trying to cheer you up. So for a minute, you must say only good things about Love and Monsters. I'm timing you starting now. Um, only good things. Yes. Uh, to make you happy. Well, I actually, I actually like this episode. I don't think it's amazing. I, was, I just said something bad. Okay. I, I love this episode. It's amazing. I think it's funny. It's silly. It's a nice break from last week, which was very intense. Uh, I actually don't mind that it's Dr. Light. I think the, uh, characters are just pretty funny. Elton's a fat meme. They play a lot of, uh, ELO in there, which is one of my favorite, uh, favorite bands. Just quietly. Um, the Exorbloff is hilarious. Even the little scenes that the Doctor and Rose are in are really good. Um, I like how you get to see more of Jackie's character in a different light. You get to see how she's affected with Rose going away. Uh, I also... I also love the beginning. There's like this alien in it. It almost looks like a uh, a grass. It always reminds me of a grass. Maybe I'm fucking chan shit there. No one's going to hate me for saying that. But um, I thought... I yeah, I thought I thought for a it was like a mix between a grask and a weaver in my opinion. Mm. Um from Torchwood. Uh but um yeah, it's it well, what I like was that, that that monster at the beginning was like so well designed mm. and it's only in it for like a minute. Split second. And there's only like one close up of it. And I thought that's really good for like just a second of a scene. Mm. Um and I I, I, <laughs> I do like how it's like it's it's quite dark. All his friends die, yeah. and then he saves Ursula at the end. And there's like a sex joke about them making a uh, romantic life out of her just being a head on a slab, which I assume <laughs> Russell is referring to yeah. her giving him oral sex, which is hilarious in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's pretty fucking funny. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's 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 a it's a good episode. My crippling depression is nearly gone, Aiden. You can take over. <laughs> yeah. You went over a minute there, but I, I could tell you were enjoying yourself, so I'll let you keep going. Thank you, sir. <laughs> no worries. Love and fucking monsters. Oh, man. 
Oh, man. No, man. What? I just... You know, it's one of those episodes that it's a slow burner, so a lot of the time, naturally, I think I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago or something, as a kid, the slow burners you tend to not enjoy as much, but maybe when you get older and you rewatch them, you can find a bit more of a appreciation for it. So, mm-hmm. I went into this episode really uh, kind of optimistic, especially now that uh, I also quite like ELO now and, and things hey. like that. So, I was optimistic, but uh, very, 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 very quickly, uh, all my hopes and dreams were, shall we say, absorbed. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Fuck it out. Uh, I don't don't know how much there is to like about this episode, to be honest, Connor. Um, Hayden. No, th- okay, there's a handful of things. Now now who's being a downer? Yeah, me. Dilly, dilly, uh, 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 I'm trying to think of a name. David Downer. Dylan Downer. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know. Yeah, so I, like you, I enjoyed seeing Jackie uh, away from Rose. I thought mm-hmm. when she came on to Elton, though, it was extremely out of character. And that's not like her. Um... I thought that the supporting cast uh, had some okay moments, uh, but upon the whole, I I thought that Elton uh, could have done a lot better. Um, I I think he was really I don't know I just didn't believe him. You know, didn't believe his performance. I also think the direction was pretty naff. Um, really weird pacing. I didn't realise how anticlimactic this episode was. They run for like three seconds and then stop. Um, yeah, uh, fair enough. Victor Kennedy is a melodramatic actor with... Uh, uh, I feel like this is so depressing now. Everyone's going to get so mad. I'm tearing this one apart. Look, I don't want to be like... This is, this is our depressed episode, I reckon. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's a sad one. Guys, pour yourself um, some whiskey... On the rocks. <laughs> Something that just makes you feel real good in a, when you're feeling shit. Real loosey-goosey. Yeah, real loosey-goosey to brighten up. Um, one thing I do love is Babu Frick is in this episode <laughs> from Star Wars. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's her. And it's fucking Moaning Myrtle. Moaning Myrtle. What's she called? Um, Shirley Henderson, who played Ursula. Um, yeah, I thought she was pretty average. I just thought the structure of it was just kind of boring, and I I don't know. And I just thought it was really unbelievable as well. Like the the skin about guy a man who the... arrives in a in a in a blue box from a planet called Gallifrey. Yeah, no, but that's the world <laughs> that we come to believe, right? This felt unbelievable within that world. So uh, Skinner rocks up, right? And everyone just like instantly falls into line with him for not really any reason. And no one really yeah, questioned the I fact get that, that, I get that Skinner fully turned this into a classroom. Like it's not it, it's yeah, not yeah, like yeah, he's just sort of leading the hunt. He he like fucking put down his authority and they just went on with it. Also, why uh, every time someone disappeared, uh they were, all, no they were always asked to, to stay back and then just disappeared. And 
No one questioned it. No one was that like, oh, last time I saw them, it was Pe- Peter Kay uh, held him back. And the stream. They even say, like, they, yeah, they, like, even when they're like, oh, we're all leaving. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, I've got numbers. And it's like, oh, well, I might as well stay back now. Yeah, yeah. Nah, you're dead. Oh, man. The screams are really funny as well. I always thought as they were walking away. Um, ah! Yeah. That, it's always right at the exact same time. It's the same shot every time. <laughs> I think it's really funny. Um, yeah, I just think... I thought I found the voiceovers distracting, the cutting backwards and forwards unnecessary... Um, and I just felt like it was constantly trying to buff itself out to fit into 45 minutes. You know, I, I felt like this could have maybe been an okay, like 20 minute episode, but I think it was literally 45 minutes like, on the, on the key. Yeah. Um, there were just so many moments where it just really felt like, uh, uh, fucking Elton would just ramble and then it would cut to like a minute of him doing something. And I'm like, okay, I don't care. Back to what is uh, back to what's left of the story, I guess. I don't know, kind of. Uh, I don't like this negativity that I'm giving off into the world. I'm not a fan. Um, of it. I don't like just bitching here and having people listen to me bitch. All right, so I got an issue, and I don't know how to fix it. <laughs> right. Um. Well, you know, maybe you should just done what I did, and you went into the episode and just been like, ah, oh, here's what it is. Just well, enjoy it. That's what I was hoping to do, but there was just so much stuff I didn't like about it that I just... I couldn't. Yeah, I, I, all I've heard over the years is hate for it, mm. and I think my love of the episode has come from my hate of it. Like, okay. I just, I just kind of... I think I have, like, vivid memories of, before I watched this episode, my mum had, like, read a paper or something, and it had a review of... Love and Monsters in it, and we were on a walk, and Mum said, "Oh, Connor, just to let you know, um, maybe you shouldn't watch Doctor Who this week." And I was like, "What do you mean, Mum?" And she was like, "Oh, I read a review today, and they said it was really bad, and also the Doctor's hardly in it." Hmm. And I couldn't wrap my head around the idea because it's like this is our first like Doctor Light, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, which I appreciate. Yeah. I definitely appreciate that. Yeah, so I couldn't wrap my head around. I was like, "What do you mean he's not in it?" Um, and I, I I sat down and watched it, and I always remember this. Um, it had, like, the BBC Wild Night little pre-titles before they showed the episode. I don't know if you remember, but there used to be, like, a bit of a voiceover, like, it's like, and now, Doctor Who, yeah, and yeah. at, like, yeah. 8.30, about this, but I don't know why, but the guy said, uh, <laughs> it just, it's so cringy. He was like, it's like, and now, get your running shoes on. It has a fast start. Here's Doctor Who. And then, like, it starts with that running shot of Elton. I the swear on my life. Action. I swear on my life. He said some cringy shit like, <laughs> and get your running shoes on because it starts with a run. Get your or some sports dumb shit. together. Let's go. <laughs> and I, I also vividly remember when, um, before Doomsday, they said, get the tissues ready. Oh, it's really? It's going to be a sad one. Yeah, they said some Oof. dumb shit like that as well. Uh, I don't have any memories of rewatching it, but um, I think I, I how can I not love this episode? A and it's fucking <laughs> hilarious. It's so funny. It's so stupid and dumb. Everyone hates it, and I think that's why I love it. 
I I do the cinema made me laugh so much. I watched it like three times. I couldn't stop laughing. It was so funny. Even being right now makes me laugh. When the doctor lands with Rose and she's like, is he Slovene? And he's like, no, they're swines. I spit on them. <laughs> and he's funny. like, where are you from? He's like, Clom. And the doctor's no, like, no. Clom. Where, where are you from? It's the sister planet. What's the sister planet of Raxacolacavalpatorius? Clom. Clom. <laughs> Clom. Just the way, just the way Tennant says it. it fucking good. I could not, and the way he fucking says, I spit on them, they're swine. It just could not stop. I could not stop laughing. It was so funny. Oh, that was I, good. I can't, I like how even in space there's fucking racists. Like, they hate their own bloody neighbours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's literally, that's bloody planet Earth to a key. Um, again, I, I like ELO. Yeah, that was now the most overplayed song in history, I think. Just under, maybe just before Bohemian Rhapsody, I think Mr. Blue Skies. If you want a good uh, ELO song, Aiden, just uh, listen to The Diary of Horace Wimp. That's my shit. Sorry. Uh, I, I gave my love a chicken. It had no bone. Oh my god. I gave my love a no. cherry. Stop. It had no stone. No, stop. <laughs> That's the last time you ride the ghost train. To be continued. Uh, stop. Stop it. I, I do like I do like they mentioned some bloody uh drug addict was in the family. Oh, that was cool, I guess. Yeah, sure, why not? Well, you know, Aiden, last week we got a mention of a virgin. This week... Uh, sorry, my ears just went red. That's a joke. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you get you know when your ears go red means someone's talking about you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To clarify, that's not true. <laughs> um, it, although you probably would think so. I am reviewing a Doctor Who episode right now. That mm. came out 14 years ago. Uh, and then this week we get a mention of someone... Who is a drug addict? Uh, I think maybe Russell was on drugs when he made this, but it's the kind of thing I'd probably come up with at like 3am. Well, I appreciate that it was a fan-drawn, uh, like it was a competition. Oh yeah, wasn't it a Blue Peter thing? Yeah, it was a Blue Peter competition and it was like, make a monster, so they made it. Um, I'm looking at the sketch right now and it's, yeah, it kind of fucked. Um, but <laughs> I, I don't know, I don't know why they picked it, to be honest. It just looks like Shrek. Well, I do remember a few years ago, uh, the, he, I think, I don't know, I think someone from TARDIS Poston reached out to him, shout out to TARDIS Poston on Facebook, fantastic group, probably yeah, one of the only reasons I'm on Doctor Facebook. If you don't yeah. like, like, we, we, we love the show, but we also love to roast it in a fun way, never in a way that's like derogatory. Yeah, people, people get really involved. offended. I mean, I know like, like right now I'm obviously being uh, critical of the show, uh, but it comes from a place of uh, kind of love for what, what I know the show can be and the creatives that are involved with it. Um, yeah, no, about that. I, I think the guy, the kid joined the, the group. He's grown up. Yeah. And he joined And then he posted a video explaining. Yeah, I remember. And I, and I think he met, I think he met David. I, I, I'm not too sure. Mm. But. um. I think so. I think he came to set or something. That's hilarious though. Come on. No, that's funny. Imagine if you drew the exorbital off. <laughs> Like, I love how Elton gives him his name. 
Yeah, I know. Some kind of exorber thing. And then... Exorbalot. David just says it as well. Some kind of... Ex- interesting. Some kind of exorbalot. Mm. Exorbalot. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Fucking hell. Elton! Fetch me a spade! <laughs> Come on, Ain. How can you not like her? It's fucking hilarious. There's some good one-liners in there. One thing that I did appreciate from a production standpoint was them recreating... Uh, some shot, some scenes from Rose, um, like the the autons coming out of the windows and stuff. Oh yeah, 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 that is cool. I thought that was really cool. Well, they got a bit lazy with um, Mains of London. It's just a shot from the episode. There's just a shot of Ellen on the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another one going. Oh my god! And that's literally the exact same shot of Big Ben getting broken and uh, it flying through yeah. the sky. It's pretty funny actually. Ooh, uh, ooh! I've got what? some facts for you here. Please. As to why this was a Doctor Light episode. So oh, I think I know, but go on. Go on, tell me your tell me your thoughts. Well, another thing my mum said I don't know why my mum said this your shit. Your mum is a but, big Doctor Who fan. Uh you can say she used to be, yeah. She doesn't like it anymore. <laughs> yeah, fair. Go on, um, what did she say? She said to me the reason why David and Billy aren't in it a lot is because they need to save some more budget for the final, and also when they were shooting Love and Monsters, they couldn't have Billy and Matt on the set. Not Matt, sorry, Billy and David on the set because they were filming Only a Ghost and hmm. Doomsday. Your mom is that not true? Has a look. I'll just say what it is. So, unlike the vast majority of Doctor Who stories, Love and Monsters has only. Uh, Appearances by the TARDIS crew and is not from their point of view. This was a production necessity because the Christmas special had increased the number of episodes to produce from 13 to 14. As such, the production was double banked with the Impossible Planet and the Station Pit, so Tennant and Piper could film those episodes while another unit worked on other monsters. The Doctor Light and sometimes Companion Light structure was continued as a tradition, producing episodes such as Blink, Turn Left, and The Girl Who Waited. Right, so in other words, I don't think it was so much budget, it was, it was more scheduling. You know, they had the same amount of time to produce 14 episodes. That's what I mean, so, so she was right, they were filming the final. No, they were filming Impossible Planet and Satan Pit. Ah, oh, which was kind of there. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. Damn, I'm here on the money. Yeah. Here you go. Oh, I mean, yeah, okay. More juicy gloss for you. I love reading these, like, behind-the-scenes things. According to Davies... In an early draft, Elton would have been witness to more events in Doctor Who history. In this draft, Elton's third birthday party was evacuated because of the Dalek invasion of Soroditch in remembrance of the Daleks, the classic Who with Sylvester McCoy. Um, oh, that'd be sick. His oh, mother yeah. was killed by a plastic daffodil from Terror of the Autons, um, which is a, a classic. I, I think it's uh, John Pertwee story. First episode. Uh, no, his first one is Spearhead from Space, but I think Terror of the Autons is also a poetry one. Um, instead of an element, uh, instead of an elemental shade, and he also would have been one of those who saw the lot less monster rising from the Thames in Terror of the Zygons. Prior to the revival of Doctor Who, Davies had considered pitching the story idea to Doctor Who magazine as a comic story. Davies had also considered making the viewpoint character of the story a woman, but felt that he already had enough focus on female guest characters that series. Davies wanted Elton to be a normal guy and not geeky with a funny voice. Which I think he was geeky with a funny voice, to be honest. I was about to say, that's literally what he is. It is noted Elton's memory may not be entirely reliable, 
So whether events in the episode happen the way he remembers them is debatable. Interesting. How are we supposed to know that? Yeah, I don't know. Alright. Um, there... That is interesting. I do like when you read the facts. Um, oh, there is another thing that made me laugh. It was the... Uh, when it was that massive speech about trying to find um, Rose and all that. Uh, and then he goes to that old woman and she's like, oh, they live down there, this street, nice family, bit odd. That made me laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Fucking. He's. <laughs> it's so dark. I don't know how you can't like it. He's like, she tastes like chicken. <laughs> oh, man. I like um, it's so funny. Jackie in the laundromat. And this is going to be a segue to my goof of the week, by the way. Ah, um, I didn't have one, so. Well, this episode, you don't have a goof of the week. But Jackie no, would like. The goof of the week is my life I'm this week. I'm you my knickers, that one. That's funny. That's that so is good. great. All right. That is great. That's me cracking my fingers. Ready for... That's gross, Aiden. It's good. It's going to sound really good for the listeners out there. Connor, are you ready for Australia's favourite segment, Goof of the Week? Oh, yeah. Yeah, boy. So... Who even listened to it? Because every time you do that thing, it's nothing like what the Goof of the Week sting is. Yes, I did. I listened to our Impossible Planet review today. Did you? I did. I have. I always have like one headphone in at work. Did well, you enjoy sneakily. it? Um, yeah, 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 I did, yeah. Um, I kept saying... Something I picked up that I kept doing was bad. I kept saying... I agree or like... I agree, or something like, oh, yeah, I totally I agree. agree, or something like that. I kept saying that, I'm like, shut up, Connor. Say something else. <laughs> Basic <laughs> bitch. I thought it was Fuck good man, episode. Was funny. I thought it started off a bit rough with the questions, as usual. But I thought, uh, once we got into the title segments, I thought oh, it was a I think, episode. I think, I'll lo- I think I've lost, like, 10 kilos doing these questions, hey? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 you know, I'm not competitive, and I, I try and stay away from it. Yeah. I used to have to. Well, I swear, I was seeing this girl once, and we used whenever we go out for like bowling or like uh, putty golf, we. I always said to her, "We're not keeping scores because it would always end in a huge argument. <laughs> it never ended well. So whenever we go like fucking putty golf, I, I always said to her, we're not keeping scores. It always ends in a fight. <laughs> so yeah, that." That's that's why I don't like to get competitive because I always get all shitty. But yeah, go on. Continue with the goof for the week, Aiden. Sorry, yeah. Goof for the week! Okay, so in the laundromat, like I was saying, Elton goes in. That's actually a really funny sequence when he's got the internal monologue um, and then Jackie is saying everything that he Does it all for him, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so he's taken off his shirt and he's going to put it into the wash, right? And then Jackie's like, you any good at plumbing? Or whatever it is. Um, and then it cuts to him at Jackie's house wearing the shirt which he should have been washing. Maybe it dried in time and they were just chatting in the laundry lap, uh, laundry mat. Maybe. But don't you think it, it'd be weird for him to just like take off? So he washed it and dried it and they were just chilling in there the whole time? They didn't. Like, I don't know, man. I guess you could come up with, like, they just waited it out. They didn't want to leave their clothes. It's and, like that. 
It's like that oh. scene in Baby Driver when they're waiting for their clothes to be washed. Yeah, that's different. Like, that's that's Baby Driver, and they're actually doing shit in there. Elton and fucking Jackie have just fucking. <laughs> Are met. you saying that Baby Driver and Love and Monsters aren't as great as each other? <laughs> I, also, I have you. I'm also. You, oh, sorry. Go on, go saying, on, yeah, go on. Given the context of her going, "Are you any good at plumbing?" and then it, it's like hard cut to to them in Jackie's apartment. It gives the feel that he's gone, yeah. And then she's gone, all right, come over then. And then they go straight to straight there. I also want to say, when I was saying about Jackie being out of character coming onto Elden, the pouring the the red wine onto him was like the the peak of that shit. Like that was, she would not have done that. Although I did appreciate what they did with it afterwards where um, she got sad and like sent him home. I thought that was good. I just wish that they'd maybe built up her story with Elton from a little earlier on and made it feel a little more natural. Or maybe, like, she wasn't coming straight onto her as hot as hot as she was onto him, you know? Yeah, um... You're telling me you don't want an Elton spin-off? <laughs> no, I don't want an Elton spin-off. I want a Linda spin-off. Oh, yeah, they're all dead, though. No, it's a, it's a prequel. Oh, so, like, kind of, like, what happened between the time of, like, Victor Kennedy coming over and stuff, and... Yeah, I want, I want them to be... I want it to be a sitcom. And the main set is, like, them in, the, in that layer thing where they all do their little work. And it's just them going off on investigations, trying to find the doctor, getting into trouble. Called, it's called London Investigation and Detective Agency, the series, is what it's called. How do you know that? What? How do you remember that? I'm reading it off of Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> of course you fucking are. Yeah. I, I, I knew you wouldn't... Re- I, could see, I couldn't remember that shit. I was like, how the hell did he remember that? London Investigation um, and Detective Agency. Rock and mm, roll. Fish and mm, chips. <laughs> <laughs> so lame. But I love it. I said I love it. Hey there, guys. It's me, Aiden. I'm going to interrupt my own podcast here for a second, just uh, just with two quick things I want to say. Uh, firstly, there's going to be some spoilers coming up, we're going to talk about Knives Out uh, very briefly, but we kind of do spoil the climax in it, so if you don't want to hear that stuff, then now is your time to skip ahead about 10 minutes or just leave the episode completely. I won't blame you. Uh, and then the second thing I just want to say is apologize for some kind of uh, shitty audio throughout this episode. Not so much so far, but in the last like 10 minutes or so, I don't know what goes wrong. But there is uh, some audio. It's fine. It's great. You can hear it. But you can also see a lot of like, uh, like mouse clicking and uh, uh, other things that you wouldn't usually hear uh, that happen more behind the scenes in the show. So I know that's going to annoy a lot of you people listening. Uh, so I just thought I'd give you a heads up and apologize for that. And once again, if you just want to drop the episode off here because you don't want to hear that stuff, then go for it. But if not, uh, Stick on through. Would appreciate it. And either way, come back next week. Anyways, back to the show. Aiden, I do have uh, something for the 50% part, which uh, is a new segment I'm going to call How to Absolutely Annoy the Hell and Upset Aiden in One Sentence. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's uh, let's and play add, that sting. Add, add some music. Add some, like, suspenseful, we'll, dramatic we'll music. play the sting. All right, Connor, hit me with it, baby. Okay, I watched a film the other day. Yeah. One I haven't seen yet. I'm scared. I was going to try and catch it at the cinemas last year. I didn't. I'm scared. Uh, I think that 
it was the one of the last films I needed to catch up from last year. I'm scared. Uh, the only the only other two I can think of is uh, Four v Ferrari, and I do want to see The Farewell, and they both just they're both from streaming services. But I did watch something else. I'm scared. I'm scared. And <laughs> I know you don't want my opinion on it, but I'm gonna give it to you anyway. I'm really scared. What is it? Do you know what I'm talking about, Aiden? No. Alright. It came out last year. I didn't see it at the cinema. <laughs> Actually, sorry. I'm adding another one to that list that I need to watch that I haven't watched. I haven't seen JoJo either. I, I want to see that. So I haven't seen JoJo. I haven't seen 4 before. I haven't seen The Farewell. Yeah, Everything really else good. I've seen. I'm trying to think. What, what, what could it be? You saw 1917, right? Oh, I didn't actually see that either. Okay, I guess it's four. Wow, you t- that's such a cinema experience. Can't believe you didn't watch that. Nah, I know. I need to catch up. It's like I you didn't don't like movies. Year. Yeah, whatever. Uh, it was on Amazon Prime. It came out recently on there. Oh, don't. Don't. Oh. Yeah. No, yeah. I know what yeah. it is. That's the penny drop. Yeah, Aiden. Is it Knives Out? It is. Knives Fuck out. off. Don't tell me you didn't like it. Yeah, I didn't really, no. It's so good. You're actually wrong. I don't care what your thoughts are. You're actually just wrong. <laughs> You're just fucking wrong. Get out. Get out. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today, guys. We'll see you next week. I'll have a new host. Bye. Okay, cut up. Uh, did you say you have one sentence for it? or Give me your argument. But briefly, because I'm going to get mad because I love this movie. Okay. No, I didn't really like it. All right. Uh, no, 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 I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. I knew this would annoy you so much. <laughs> um, I knew you specifically would be so annoyed. Yeah, fuck um, you. You just don't like it because nah. of Ryan Johnson. Nah, that's not true. Yeah, fuck you. I went in this, Aiden. I was very excited to watch it. Let I was guess. waiting for a really good time you to watch like it. You don't like Ozymandias anymore? Looper's shit. I, lo- I love Ozymandias. Right. And I love Fly. Yeah, right. Um, uh... Okay, so, I didn't hate it. I thought it looked really nice. I could instantly tell it was shot on film, which I love. Yeah, it does look uh, beautiful. You can tell by that lovely grain. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought the cast was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also thought, like, cinematography was beautiful. I loved the score. Instantly, the score got me. Yeah, really good. Um, I do love the idea of, like, a, uh, you know, kind of like an Agatha Christie type shit. Mm-hmm. Who done it? Um... Oh, you're gonna hate me for this, Aiden. I, but yeah, I, I, it, it, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't really grab me. I gotta be honest. I didn't, I didn't feel that grabbed. I think the first hour was a bit sloppy. I do think, and I know this was purposeful, but I do think the dialogue was a bit fucking cheesy at times. Okay. I know that's kind of purposeful. Yeah. It is. But I, I, I do think there's some cool twists in there, mm. but also, it's so obvious that. That, like, Chris Evans... Even before I watched it, I was like, oh, Chris Evans has got to have done it. It was so obvious. Yeah, but it's, like, it's come the on. twisty turbs that... Twist and, twist and turns that get you there, you know? That's the fun part. Yeah, look, there's some cool twists. I I didn't see the whole thing with the maid coming. I thought that was cool. Mm. But She's amazing. Convoluted. Well. No, no, she is. No, she is. Uh, I, but it got really convoluted, and it all just ended with, like... Okay, now it's in like a, a dump of information and just just go over it. And yeah, it was cool and smart. There was some smart stuff about it, but um, 
definitely didn't love it. Also, I have like a sick phobia. And there were so many puking scenes, I felt awful, and I didn't think, I thought it was just like a dumb thing to add. Is that even a thing? If you lie, you're thrown up? I don't know, I thought it was funny. Yeah, I'm sure you did. It was funny and actually helped the plot. Look, I'll uh, I'll just say my piece quickly. Um, I appreciate that you... uh... You, you came at it and gave some positives and you didn't just shit on it. I know, I'm, I'm trying to be respectful. I'm not trying to shit on it. Yeah, I yeah. didn't love it, but yeah. I I think um, I think it's really well written. Um, and I think it, for me at least, it constantly kept me curious. I think it was a whodunit that they did a nice twist onto it. Um, and then, like, like, with you kind of finding out whodunit halfway through the episode, uh, through the movie... Um, I thought that was fun and then still making it engaging for the last half was really good uh, Daniel Craig is amazing the maid person is amazing um, and I just think Ryan Johnson really knows how to direct um, like he, he's alright he really knows how to get the best performances out of his actors I think um, I, I think it's a case where he should like just stick to directing honestly I don't know In I don't know if you could, have you seen Looper? I have yeah yeah. I love Gordon Levitt. Um, yeah, okay. Okay, I like that. Yeah, but, I don't um, know. I, I, yeah, I think... Ever since like, last year, I think he's just become really pretentious, just quietly. I, I don't... I disagree. Um, because I, I yeah, think I the faults do. with The Last Jedi script <laughs> are, are very Disney, Disney-esque. Like, do you know what I mean? Things like... The, yeah. The, the, the biggest fault... Okay, there's two main faults. The first being the tone, which is, you know, I think everyone can agree that's a Disney thing. Because Disney has to have the humor in there, the Marvel humor. They got Marvelized, yeah. Yeah, uh, and the second thing being just like the story is not lining up, which is probably a mixture of Ryan, but I think also, you know, it, it's not like Ryan just goes away into a hole and writes the script and then is like, "Hey Disney, I've made your next million dollar movie." It, it's everything involved in a in a movie like Star Wars isn't just his decision. Um, Whereas things like Knives Out and Looper, he because they're not as uh, major studio, there's still big studios involved, but it's not fucking Disney and Lucasfilm and stuff, you know. Um, I think he has a bit more of a chance to write the script himself without studio input, and then they just give him a bit of feedback later on, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. I I, I, I I didn't I didn't hate it. Um... But I was very disappointed by it because I, I put it off for so long. Mm. I was considering buying the Blu-ray, and I when I say put it off, I just ha- didn't have access to it. Yeah. And then one of my one of my good friends, Dave, said it was on Amazon. I was like, "Fuck, I've really yeah, got to get around to watching it." And then um, that was like a month ago, and it ran me and hit me the other day. I'm like, "I need to watch that." And I was I was I I know it's become a meme that I hate Ryan Johnson. I don't hate Ryan Johnson. I think he's in a directing standpoint. I think he is phenomenal. Mm. I really do. I, 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 I'm really not a fan of his Ryan. It's not the way I tackle things. Mm. There's so many little things I could kind of pull apart, but I did I did like it. Connor yeah. gives Knives Out a 5 out of 10. Okay. I give Knives Out like an, an 8 or a 9. Uh, I have one last thing I want to touch on quickly. I'm debating bringing it up because I do have to go pretty like real soon in the next couple of minutes. Um, <clears throat> yeah, go on. But I just want to say... Uh, a new segment called okay no I'm not going to call it that because that's going to sound like I'm just trying to return the dickiness um, oh no here we go let's just call it uh, movie reviews with the boys 
and I, I probably should have played that sting at the start. Oh of. no, you're, you're gonna you're gonna shit on the lighthouse, aren't you? So I watched the lighthouse. Um, My heart. No. Okay, that's the best way to come back at me. I know it is. I know it is. That's what's really funny about that's this. That's the best comeback I've ever fucking seen. <laughs> no. Not the lighthouse. I just I don't fucking get it. All right. I don't get it. I thought the performances yeah, were incredible. Um, I liked the cinematography a lot. Um, I just... I just don't get it. You know? Fair enough. Um, it's, it's, it's really not for everyone. Yeah, it's definitely can, not for me. I can, I can admit that. Um, I liked the, the, the crumbs of character work that were in there. And I think there was a lot of character work in there. But uh, I don't think I got it. I don't think I got the character work like I should have. Um, there was a lot of weird shit, which I just put down in the weird shit box of things that I just forgot about as soon as I saw. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it missed some potential here and there. Um, I I like the concept of him getting really obsessed with what's up in the, in the light. Um, and I know that kind of becomes his arc. But I wish they went fucking further with it. Like, I thought it was weird when he just came out with him on, like, a dog leash or whatever. Now I was like, what the fuck? This, is, <laughs> this isn't real anymore. You know, I didn't, under- I didn't uh, believe it. Um, I love it so much. I didn't believe that veins. this fucking damn year boy would just, like, succumb and do that. He's, like, a tough, difficult man. Like, there's no way he would just become submissive like that. Um, and... To me, at least, there was no arc in which that character became submissive. Um, and, yeah, I kind of wish it became a bit of a story of uh, whatever it's called, Robert Patterson, just, like, getting crazy fucking obsessed with what's in that. I'm really going crazy with it. Um, which he did, but I think it could have gone further. And I would have liked if they'd taken more of a suspenseful... Um, thriller-esque approach to the final act rather than just like crazy experimental um things that i didn't understand um all i have to say about the lighthouse is i think it might be one of if not my favorite film of all time yeah (laughs) that's crickets connor that's crickets yeah, I know. I know. I know. No, I, know. I can see it. I know. I can see the appeal, but I, especially like from a cinematography I, I, standpoint. I, I, um, I fuck with films like that. I, I don't know what it is, like, but just the lenses it was shot on, they were still like from the 1800s, just like the black and white, the aspect ratio, mm. the score, the just the creepiness of it. I, there's so much I love about that movie, uh, but I can totally get why people don't like it. I mean, I saw it in the cinema three times. I took my dad to go see it. I was like, I want to take the most ordinary film watcher yeah. I've ever met and take him to go see the most bizarre movie ever. Mm. Just, 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 just for the pure fun of it. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, it's definitely my favorite film for the longest time I can remember. But I, I do totally get why people don't fuck with it. And I understand that. Mm. But, um, I'm glad. I'm. I'm glad you at least watched it. That was on Prime as well. Prime gets. I. I hate Prime, but I love Prime. It does get some Prime's good movies. Really good. Oh no! Not again. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, Doctor Who's maybe a film, and who cares? Oh, well, 
It's going to suck anyway. No, I'm joking. Yeah, probably will be good. Oh, I'm yeah, going to start pissing people off. Um, that's okay. We, we don't have to talk about it. Yeah, uh, we'll talk about it some other time, I guess, when there actually is news. I, I feel like rumors. now that people are actually watching, I can't say shit like shit jokes like that because people are going to take the thing I'm being serious. Yeah. I'm sure, it'll be, I'm sure it'll be okay. I'll give it a chance. Look, Doctor Who, um, this is a Doctor Who show and we forgot to talk about Doctor Who for the last 20 minutes. But it's also the 50% show. So uh, if you're new here, we yeah. talk about Doctor Who and anything else we want to talk about. Uh, a lot of the time, it just becomes movie talk for the last half of the show, which I enjoy a lot. It does? Never. Never. Nah. Connor, we have to quickly give our ratings. Uh, let's please make it quick. I gotta go. That's okay. Uh, I'm gonna get a six. It's funny. I like it. It's I'm shit. Give it a six. Happy ending. Alright. I'll, I'll put your six I, into my I, spreadsheet. I, 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 look, I'll quickly just say, yeah, I, 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 I think it's okay. I, I don't think it's as bad as people make it out to be. It's funny. I laughed. I had a good time of it. I was looking forward to watching it. Is it great? No. Is it good on paper? It's fine on paper. That's all i got to say. I don't know if it's fine on paper. Uh, Connor, I'm... That was metaphorical, eh? And I don't mean from a script standpoint. Whatever you say. Buddy, I'm going to give it a... What do you think I'm going to give it? Free? Yeah. Ah. Facts. Yeah. Facts. Fishing out the facts here. All the facts. Why, why did you think I gave it a three? Um, well, you had, like, next to nothing good to say about Yeah, I was borderline <laughs> doing a 2.5, but I just thought... That's the worst review you've given. It is, it is, I think, the worst episode so far of the revival. Um, you wait till we get to series 12 and 11, boy. <laughs> um, I just think, yeah, there wasn't much to love about it, but it wasn't abysmal because there is some humour in there. And some of the Jackie stuff, I think, is good. Uh, I think it had more potential, but I think the idea was there. Guys, that was episode 19, Love and Monsters. Join us next week for episode 20, a big one. We're doing Fear Her, a bad one. Um, we'll be joined by our good friend Daniel in the birthday special for Connor. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big man's turning 22. Wow. All right, Connor. 22. My good friend. Thank you. My good old-fashioned lover boy. Hopefully next week I'm in a better mood. I think, look... This episode has been a roller coaster of frustration to humor to just depression, um, yeah, to yeah. excitement. I agree. To anger. I don't know. And then just Lust. to brotherly love. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, man. I love you. Lead us out in yes. song for for the end of this week, my friend. Of course, Aiden. All right, you ready? I'm always ready. And uh, one. And uh, two. And uh, oh shit! Great. It's Aiden. Oh, it's Aiden. Aiden Connor's podcast. They do with Doctor Who reviews. They do with Doctor Who reviews. Wow! Cut it! Cut it! Cut it! Oh.